1: And I assume we are live. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, FightfulWrestling.com. Still getting a little used to the new software, admittedly. Uh, we'll see how all that ends up, because uh, we should have been live earlier. We were not. Uh, we are now, thankfully. Thank you guys for bearing with us. My god, if you sent a super chat... Uh, just let me know what's going on, uh, and I'll ask your question on the air. But hey, if you want your statement or question read right on the air, donate a super chat any amount we see it. We're joined by Alex. His last name is Palowski. There's like three or four of them. What's up, Alex?
2: Hi, how's it going? Uh, I am indeed the fourth of my name, uh, which is yeah, which is why uh, my Twitter handle is such. Also, again, we talked about this about a year ago. But there's some woman out there in Florida, I think, who has act Alex Pulowski as her handle. A woman? Yeah, I know. So I can't have it. So that's too bad. And Alexander Pulowski's too long. So I'm Pulowski the fourth.
1: Son of a bee. What'd you think of that song that was created for us last week?
2: That was awesome.
1: I loved that. Like uh, uh That was amazing.
2: Favorite, my favorite part was that it captured my? <laughs> Your laugh, my, my my laugh, but also my because uh, <laughs> that's that's got to be a staple of anything that features us. Is my yes. trying to figure out how to formulate just how much I despise the thing we're, we're talking about.
1: <laughs> so, guys, if you want to help us out, uh, leave us a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe to this channel. We're still trying to get our name out there, get all that out there. We don't have a major company behind us. Uh, We are just a bunch of guys trying to improve wrestling media and do cool things, so if you all don't mind, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, and uh, if you want to help out even more, go over to iTunes. Even if you don't listen there, leave us a nice review. I can't tell you how much that helps. We get a majority of our traffic via YouTube, so not a lot of people find us via iTunes, so if you all leave nice reviews over there... That helps people, but this is a big week for Fightful, guys. Let me run you down on some stuff. Tonight, we're going to be making SummerSlam picks. Uh, Usually, we do that Tuesday, but right after SmackDown tomorrow, I'm going to hit the bricks. I've got a flight to catch Wednesday. We will be doing the Listen Ya Boy live in studio Wednesday. NXT TakeOver Saturday, SummerSlam Sunday, live in studio at the legendary 2323. It's gonna be fun. If you guys are gonna be in Toronto, let me know. I would love to see you guys. Uh, it's gonna be a primarily a work trip, but I really, really would love to see anybody that's 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 around. But we got plenty to talk about tonight, so let's dive right in. Alex, Monday Night Raw, your boy Goldberg's
2: back. He is. Um, he is. It's it's one of those things where I mean, I. I when you have Ziggler like running his mouth about Goldberg over and over and over again, um, you knew it was setting up something like this. Uh, they weren't going to hang that guy out to dry after put him in the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you, um, Saudi the Saudi match is the last match that he needed to wrestle. Like, we didn't need to see. I understand they're going to do redemption story so they can further down the line. Like have him wrestle somebody who's not Dolph Ziggler, yeah, and and, Dolph Ziggler going to be his last
1: match for sure. (laughs) No, no, no,
2: no, it's not. But uh, this is a this is a like get the stank off match, Uh, setting up something down the line, probably versus Roman or whatever, the Battle of the Spears. But I mean, fine. It's not something I need to watch. I don't need to watch Goldberg versus Ziggler. That's not something I ever asked for. But I'm gonna get to watch it.
1: Sure as hell are my God. Uh, well, we're gonna kind of breeze through this raw because qu- really there are only a few talking points. There's maybe four or five real talking points. So let's get to one of the big stories. It kicked off raw. Samoa Joe kicked off raw with a microphone, and he is livid at the idea that he would have done what happened to Roman Reigns. Uh, jo- John or that Joe has already done the best acting of this entire angle. Which featured yep. a bunch of dumb camera cuts and forklift timesheets and Listen, I don't need all this forklift in my life, Alex.
2: <laughs> I mean, listen, the whole thing was that they did this it felt it felt like a retcon. It felt like they, they thought it was gonna go over like gangbusters. Everyone was gonna love the whole angle. We we we, we almost killed Roman. And that thing that happened on Tuesday, they thought it was going to go great. And everyone was like trashing it. So they were like, uh, no, actually it was just uh, the forklift guy. The forklift guy did it. Oh, but wait, that forklift guy wasn't even the regular forklift guy. Oh, but wait, the guy who was the forklift guy on Tuesday, he was a temp. That's weird, huh? Listen, like, man, all I... the layers that you add to it, just make it more absurd, not less. I watch a lot
1: of Investigation Discovery and it ain't never been a forklift in one of my murder mysteries, Alex.
2: Not ever. Not not once.
1: I'm tired of them. It, it ain't natural. No. It ain't natural and I'm tired of them forcing their lifestyle or forking their lift style on my beliefs. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. No, no, nor should you. God didn't intend for forklifts to be in a murder mystery. No. Whatever the hell's going on. Michael Cole has the balls, even in character, to say, Oh, you didn't do it, Joe? Well, a WWE.com poll showed that 80% of people thought that you did. Well,
2: shit, lock him up! (laughs) (laughs) That's all all the evidence a court of law would need, is is an informal internet poll. Yeah.
1: Oh, man, I'm sure that wouldn't go terribly... Uh, Joe says that he plans on on shutting down the show until he gets an apology. Then he's interrupted by Becky Lynch. But we're not going to skip around. We're going to go straight to what happened later.
2: Sure.
1: Joe is <laughs> in the ring to shut down Raw because at 10 p.m. Eastern, he hears that Roman Reigns is there. To mm-hmm.
2: what? For, why? Why That's is what? Roman there? I don't I don't know he didn't have a match scheduled he's two hours late was he like showing up for like the catering leftovers
1: man like, he's he's changed man that 2k20 cover just did <laughs> things to him you've changed Roman
2: that's true they, and we yeah. don't
1: we don't appreciate it <laughs> no so Joe is yelling at the other Joe and out of nowhere a car just runs through and slams Roman reigns just slams him. And uh Joe did a great job as I'm trying to center you on your goddamn shot Alex. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> there we go. Uh maybe back up a little bit. <laughs> you look like you look like a dog who just <laughs> discovered a cell phone for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> see Alex can see me this week but he can't see himself in my no, shot. It's true. Uh Anthony Ace, thank you for the super chat, says, Roman Reigns versus Forklift, main event, book it. Uh, IG the King says, takeover predictions, Dolph jobbing for sure. We're going to do those. Rob Wilkins says, SRS, safe travels to Toronto. Hope you see Harrington. I do too. Uh, Hannah Moore says, whoever called them the Samoa Joes is my hero. Justin Lopez says, let's all pray Goldberg doesn't head but the door before his match Sunday. Have a safe flight, man. Hope to see you there. Yeah, hopefully not. And Aaron J's fan brings up a nice uh, critical point here. Is Joe in cahoots with the attacker? But I'll say this. His reaction to not really knowing what to do, mm-hmm. I love that. Because here's the thing. He later checked on Roman Reigns. But yeah. his reaction, even though I know it's all scripted, led me to believe that that like he was having a complex in and out of character. Should I check on him or not? Or, hey, this guy I hate, Should I check on him or not? What's going on? Eventually, his conscience gave way. He checked on Roman Reigns and said, uh, hey, stay down, making sure you're all right. What did you think about that aspect of it?
2: Well, there are two aspects of Samoa Joe's performance. One, I felt like the car that hit the other car um, didn't move away fast enough. So Joe's just standing there doing the... Should I I should probably go and see who's driving the car, but I know that part of the story doesn't happen yet, so I'm gonna stand here and just kind of move back and forth on my feet a little bit. Oh, and then the car's gone now. Now I'm gonna start really acting. What's the whole thing is I liked a lot of it was listen, we we talk a lot about how, man, in this in next time I see you in the ring, I'm gonna kill you. But you're not really. You're just gonna beat him. Until you've knocked him senseless enough that you can pin him 1, 2, 3, or you choke him out, whatever. But he's not dead. It's the idea that, like, you would witness an attempted murder on another human being and be like, good, I hope he's dead. Like, yeah. I feel like that's not a thing that you would normally do. Like, let's hope that these people are, you know, have some humanity left to them. So I liked that, that Joe was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is serious. Somebody's trying to murder Roman Reigns. And listen... Like, the idea that if Rome, i mean, maybe he's not processing this in the moment, but if Roman Reigns is gone, all of a sudden, all that revenue you guys are sharing, yes. up, that goes way down. So, come I, on. I,
1: I don't know if you saw Wale's tweet to me, but he said, I would maybe like you to perhaps pass out in my finisher, not die, okay? Yeah, <laughs> so that's— yeah.
2: Something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with that. So Becky Lynch did come out uh, to interrupt Joe earlier. By the way, Triple H also checked on Roman Reigns, but it's Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair against Natalya and Trish Stratus. Technically, <laughs> Trish Stratus. I I asked everybody in the chat. I was like, did she make contact at all? And somebody said only with the tag rope. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs>
2: That's what I thought. I was like, I was kind of you know in and out watching, uh, waiting for the big pop when when Trish got in, so I could see if she you know what she was going to do, what she was going to look like. And that pop never came, and then, then the match was over. And I was like, oh, did Trish never get in? Why, is, why would you waste Trish coming down to the ring in her gear and everything on the random Raw? Before, I mean, I guess it's the go-home Raw, but still. Like, shouldn't that be—like, it could have been, like, a major deal if she showed up in her gear to fight Charlotte on Sunday. If we hadn't seen that yet. Like, it was— This past. was a
1: bait-and-switch. It totally was. This was a total bait and switch. Trish didn't work at all. I do love mixing up the baby faces in the heels. I love that. Like why sure. why not? Like why why are some of these people given any reason to like each other? Like, oh I'm supposed to think that Becky Lynch wouldn't snap Trish Stratus's arm in half at the drop of a hat? Of course she would. Right. And I would have liked some explanation that Trish was like, "No, I'll, I'll team with Natalia. We're the Canadian girls. We'll do this, whatever." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to pretend the work was the fastest or smoothest by any mean, but the dynamic was good. Uh, Natalia worked most of the match, and then Charlotte and Becky don't want to work with each other. Right? Charlotte relies on those sloppy front kicks and those boots. Those those front kicks, more like side kicks, yeah. where she stomps down at people. Uh, those hit really weird. They completely avoided Trish Stratus. Yeah. work. That was weird, man. Anything? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, no, no. I mean, like, that's the thing. As I was watching it going, okay. So, again, it just didn't make any sense to me to have Trish be a, a, a part of this thing if you weren't actually going to use her at all. Whatever. I liked the Becky and Charlotte not wanting to... Like because they still hate each other. Yes, and that's that's good. I like that that's that's a, a continuation. Uh, I, I like you know Charlotte being like you know what screw this and screw you Becky I'm leaving I'm not I'm not going to do this now. Uh, I like that that that's in keeping with her character. Um, I honestly I like Trish being like hey Natty what's up you're 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 going a little uh, you're going to stop oh uh, okay. I'm going to pull you off of her now. Cause this is getting weird. Cause Trish is like, everybody's like mom, she wants everybody to play nice. And, and they're not. And so she's like, Hey, now I'm gonna have to separate you two. Um, and I, I felt like they felt that felt honest and, and real and, and also different that you would actually have these tag teams. Like usually, Hey, we're the faces and we're yeah. the heels and we have no relation to each other other than we're both faces and heels. And yeah. we're going to fight the other side. Like it, at least this one actually. Everyone had their own character motivations within the match that were specific to them and not to the fact that they were shoehorned into a tag team together.
1: Natalia ends up uh, taking advantage when Becky tags Charlotte hard, and Charlotte just leaves. Sharpshooters applied. Becky gets to the ropes. Natalia won't release the hold, and there's a DQ. I right. loved this finish. I'm not usually yeah. a big fan of DQ finishes, but you can't beat Becky. Why the hell are you going to beat Charlotte? Trish ain't wrestling. <laughs> she ain't doing nothing. Right. No. And Natalia needs to look strong. And Natalia looked really strong and dastardly and willing to do whatever it is to win. Yep. Yep. I, I liked,
2: liked it. it. I liked it. Ah, and
1: pinch I- poke. Yo, me Coke, Jinx.
2: No, this is, this is a thing that, like, we, we occasionally we're allowed uh, to agree on things. And this was one. <laughs> it, this, I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't love it. I liked it. I thought it was fine. It worked. This is a good, it worked. This is, this is totally fine with me, how you're building both of these matches at the same time in different ways. I'm good with it. Also, it furthers uh, possible storylines in the future. Not that I want to see any more of this. But it certainly adds another small chapter to the Charlotte and Becky thing. When eventually we get back to them having, uh, you know, having uh, matches against each other, because that's still that's going to happen eventually again. Uh, This is a small part of that full story. I like that.
1: How often do you think Trish works now? Because obviously they got a real, real hard on for bringing back Attitude Era people. Yeah,
2: I mean, I don't, I, honestly, I, I have no idea how often she works. Um,
1: I think a lot of it is dependent on this Sunday.
2: <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it certainly, it certainly should depend on this Sunday.
1: But, you know, Alex, sometimes you can't depend on yourself, or you can't depend on other people. You, that's, you, that's true, I you, agree. You gotta take fate into your own hands if you know what I'm saying? That's also true. Sometimes you want to make your own hours. Yeah. You want to you want to play by your own schedule, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to wait for that perfect opportunity. You want to go out there and
0: mm,
2: grab it. Just grab it, Alex. Just you do. You do. You want to grab it. It's a thing, it's a thing that you want. You want to grab it.
1: And fortunately, Neighborly can help. Five Star Painting is looking for new owners to join their growing company. Could this be the perfect opportunity for you? Are you driven? Have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? If you're interested in running your own business, text 5STAR to 8700. Right now, learn more. Choosing to start your own business with five-star painting means setting yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in business and the best at business. You'll be your own boss with five-star painting. Pick your own territory. Set your own hours. Live a better quality of life running a business you can be proud of. You'll have access to the best resources to help you scale that landscape business, to help you meet your personal goals, your professional goals, and you're going to go home happy all the time. I I can't say I work for myself, but I work for a company that allows me to pretty much make my own hours. That is the most rewarding thing to me. Uh, I I can work on my own schedule, or at least a schedule that that I appreciate and I like, and that is a big deal, man. Neighborly's got like 22 award-winning brands. Uh, Mosquito Joe, Molly Maid, Glass Doctor, Mr. Reuter. A lot of great companies, and Five Star Painting is another one of those great companies. Text Five star to 87000. Zero zero zero. That's five star to 87000 zero 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 to learn more about how five star painting franchises can help you get to where you want to go faster than going it alone. Maybe you're out there looking for a job and nothing suits you. You don't like what's out there. Take your fate into your own hands, give them a go. So we got that match set up for SummerSlam. Trish, Charlotte, Natalia, Becky. Then we go to a couple guys who don't really have anything going on. Andrade and Rey Mysterio. And this match didn't really mean a damn thing. But if you're going to give me a match that doesn't mean a damn thing, I'm all right with it being these two guys, Alex.
2: Oh, yeah. These two guys said, um, we're not doing anything for the pape on Sunday. Let's steal the show. Anyway, um, these these guys are so good together. Uh, I really love this little the, the story of you know, I mean, I, I mean, I think I mean it's really not being stated specifically this, but it does feel like Andrade is the luchador who's too handsome to wear a mask. Yeah, like it feels like that's the kind of guy he's playing. So he resents Mysterio's mask thing. He's like everyone takes this too seriously. And, and so he goes after him in that way. But these two work so well together. Um, Andrade is much stronger than his frame would would entail. So he's able to base for all these awesome things that, that Mysterio can do. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really love this. This was really great. They, they did stuff uh, back on SmackDown a few months ago. And I was like, hey, can we get more of this? Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, well, we're going to do it on Raw now. Um, which is fine, but like now you have you have the opportunity after SummerSlam when everything kind of slows down to have these guys pick it up and be a major cornerstone of your programming going forward. They're they're excellent together.
1: This was a lot of the greatest hits, with the exception of that dumbass Del Rio stomp. I get just yeah, I, angry.
2: I, I know. I know. Angry. I, I could feel your fury from hundreds of miles away when they set up for that. I
1: I was mad, but that baseball slide, sunset flip, power bomb, Ooh, which that was so good, which Michael Cole called vintage, and Graves was covering for me. He said, "If you mean vintage in that he's completely innovative and he hasn't really done that a lot, yes, it's vintage." <laughs> um, I never realized how badly I missed commercials during matches. Not necessarily commercials during matches, just yeah. not Listen. dumb excuses to restart this- the match.
2: This is something that I saw on Twitter, and I thought, you know what? They're not clever enough to do this, but man, is would this be insidious? Because how often, for years, if we talk about how, man, they go to commercial right in the middle of the match, and it just kind of breaks up the whole flow of everything, and we get back, and like, during the commercial break, you missed this, and we're like, this sucks. And instead, they go and like, hey, how about instead we're going to do two out of three falls matches? and make you relish the time that we gave you commercials during matches, and now you won't complain about that ever again because you'll always have the memory of that month when we gave you two out of three falls matches for no reason. They're not quite clever enough to do that, but man, if they were. (laughs)
1: You get the Code Red, the back elbow, the Mexican Destroyer, which is a little bit different than the Canadian Destroyer. He hits it in midair. Andrade gets knees up and hits a powerbomb. Zelina hangs Mysterio up and sets up for the Hammerlock DDT, and Andrade wins. This was all kinds of awesome.
2: Yeah, it was. I love the thing, going again, coming back from the commercial break, to Andrade standing up on the second rope, uh, with looks like he's about to give a powerbomb to uh, Rey Mysterio, and then he just twists him around into the Hurricane Ron. it was just really, really great. Loved it. Loved it.
1: Hey guys, you might have seen on the channel last night, I played a little Fire Pro Wrestling. Go check that out. I'm going to do that more and more often. I'm going to kind of step out and do different kinds of content for you guys. You seem to enjoy that, so we're doing that. Uh, Also, on the YouTube channel right now, new interviews with Shane Helms and Joey Janela. Shane Helms will be doing production work at WWE SummerSlam this week, Raw, SmackDown, all that. Joey Janela's Escape from L.A. is this week, so uh, make sure you guys check that out. 24-7 24-7 championship, Mike and Maria are at the OBGYN, which was heavily hyped for Raw tonight. Yes, and it was. gotta say, did their job, it got the attention
2: they wanted, Alex. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I again, man, this old Carney, Vince, if, if he's setting up the whole thing by saying we're gonna be more sophisticated just so you and I can come out and get really, Vince, sophisticated? And the thing was, is that like like when you when you do things like we're going to be sophisticated and then you say, "Hey, there's a pregnant lady going to the vagina doctor." Hey, I mean like, she that he is promoting
1: healthy visits to the OBGYN and absolutely. the growing Pre- female base needs to yes. know that that's a good thing to do.
2: Prenatal care is very 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 important. Now, and I I'll never going to make light of that, but I expected <laughs> to see a POV shot like, from <laughs> inside the birth canal like and then like drake maverick's head like rise up and into like and, and like and paint <laughs> it like, like honestly yes. that's what i expected the fact that i got so much less than that is honestly very tasteful <laughs> Come like, on. like this was the be- this was as tasteful <laughs> as it possibly could have been so i'm i'm very happy for that
1: the WWE Raw, August 5th tagline, as tasteful as it can get. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike canellis hugs Maria as she's lying down, and the ref counts the pin on Canellis's back, Mike Canellis' back.
2: Uh, the ref was, was pretending to be the gynecologist. That was fantastic. When she was wearing the scrubs that, and everything.
1: It's got to be a violation of some sort.
2: Oh, I'm sure. It, <clears throat> by its all kinds of oaths, Hippocratic and not.
1: Would have been great if it was Melina, but... <laughs>
2: Uh, I I, I like that. I thought that was was very clever and I was like, hey, Mike actually got one over on her. that's that's good. And then of course, you know, no. Can we talk for a second about how obviously not a waiting room that was? Like the purple wall like had like little ripples in it from the fact that it was fabric. Yes, like come on, come on, guys. you could you could find a, a, at least a room somewhere in that in that facility. That could double as a waiting room. Someone's got to have an office somewhere up at the, in the suite levels.
1: So, <laughs> in the waiting room, Truth and Carmella are there in disguise. Truth's water breaks, mm-hmm. and he hot potatoes a fake baby to Kanellis and pins yep. him. Yep. He he kind of van-daminated Mike Canellis
2: with mean, a baby. I mean, yeah, I mean, basically... Uh, I, I also loved that, because um, he, he, Mike comes out of the office and there's two obvious um, imposters in the in the waiting room. Uh, one, we can tell is truth, and then there's another one sitting next to him. And what I thought was going to be was that Truth was going to pin Kanellis, and then the other one was going to be Drake, who was going to pin Truth. But no, it was Carmella. And uh, the fact that I thought I was certain that Carmella was Drake Maverick Also, very clever that you could, you know, bait and switch the bait and switcher. Like, that's, that's, I I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. uh, You knew we were getting something (laughs) from this. You just weren't quite sure what. No,
2: no. no, uh, uh, no, no, no. OBG, why not? Is a great, great phrase. I think, I think, I think, I think that should be our truth's new catchphrase.
1: Viking Raiders destroyed some jobbers. I'm ready for a program. That's it. It's the same thing we've seen every week. Uh, War Machine, whatever the hell their name is this week. Viking Raider do cool moves. I love their finish. Uh, we covered a football tackle that was this move a couple years ago where a guy yeah. got back, or almost, yeah. a guy got yeah. back body dropped into a power slam, and it was amazing. But I'm ready to see him in a program, Alex.
2: Yeah, um, I mean they're out there facing, I don't know who and what appeared to be Red Foo from LMFAO. Um, ah, like what more? What more is? What more is proven by them beating up jobbers every week? It's the like most week-
1: relevant Red Foo has been in a while. It's true.
2: Um, what? What? Like we know they can beat up guys who are half their size. Like I don't understand what, what more is being shown to us at this point. Like they have to fight somebody, but they they're not allowed to be put into the, the title program or anywhere near it because the, because the champs on raw feuding with the champs on SmackDown. I mean, it's a long time between now and, and survivor series, Sean, like they, they, you could, you could have them do something else, but it's a weird the 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 wild card rule is no longer exists. Now it's just everybody's on both yes. shows, and and that sucks too. It, that also sucks. Like the there's enough tag teams. Heavy Machinery was killing it for weeks, and now they're not on TV. Like, I mean, come on, guys you you have you have these divisions. There there aren't a lot of tag teams that are that are near the top, but there are at least two or three on each show, and by by shunting them to the sides in favor of having Raw champs versus SmackDown champs. Okay, I mean, the the match is fine. The match is good. Sure. Great. But it's kind of, is belying what what you have working. The fact that the Viking Raiders are up there murdering, you know, two high school kids. Yeah,
1: they need a program. Uh, The OC defeated New Day and Ricochet because the OC jumped New Day. New Day minus Kofi Kingston, mind you. Uh, And... Ricochet came to make the save Luke gallows wearing face paint again they actually brought attention to this what do you think of that
2: yeah. I mean he looks great in it I mean yeah. it's a it's, it's a cool thing it's it's always weird to have Michael Cole be like oh well actually uh for those of you who don't uh, don't know what this is like it's it's like just let it be let, let him let him be badass with the face paint you don't need to like those of us who know it's the the thing from Japan are are the hey cool we know. And those of us who don't know just go, wow, Luke Gallows looks badass with face paint. We don't need, like, like Michael Cole dad-splaining it to people.
1: This wasn't, like, your typical great match. Especially between no. these two. It was just, eh. Big E got worked over until he suplexed Styles. Then Xavier Woods got a hot tag and got pinned with a magic killer. And that was it. But yeah. the club needed this win, I think. Especially Gallows and Anderson. Like, for all the the push they've gotten, you need to see them doing the magic killer. And, hey, I'm glad they got the win. They should have gotten the win.
0: Yeah,
2: they they needed to get the win. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Up next, Paul Heyman shows up and trashes Seth Rollins and goads him out. Uh, Brock Lesnar's there, too. And Rollins limps out with a chair, apparently unwilling to wait six more days. Heyman pleads with Rollins and it doesn't work. And Rollins gets his ass kicked. No 50-50. And I like that. He shouldn't be able to come back and fire back on Brock Lesnar. But Rollins, after this beatdown, takes a mic and says, sometimes you love something so much you do anything to protect it, and says that he'll beat Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, says that he guarantees it. You got some idiots doing what Chance? Hey, just so you know, if you're still doing what chance for any reason in 2019, you're a fucking dork. That's it. You're a fucking dweeb, man. Yeah. And that's coming from a guy who covers pro wrestling for a
2: living. <laughs> yeah. Man. Okay. I mean, here's the deal. When he first came out, the fact that he was wearing a pair of the tightest jeans I've ever seen, but limping like a man who could, who could barely get out of bed. It was uh, just
1: how tight the jeans were. That was it. it
2: that was just it. He couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't walk because the jeans were painted on. I thought, you know, he could have come out in a pair of gym shorts, which is what you would wear if you couldn't walk. Because it would be really hard to get into jeans, and then that it would, the fact that he was wearing them made me think it was a swerve the whole time as he was walking out, like he was gonna get to the ring, and 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 Brock was be like, "Oh, this guy," and then and then Seth so like, said, "Just kidding, I'm fine," because that happens in WWE all the time; people are fine after beatdowns, and then you know starts swinging the chair at Brock. I'm glad it didn't happen, but that promo afterwards was just like awkward. Just I felt like I was just like he was a shell of himself, and it, it didn't feel like, man, you've really played on my heartstrings, Seth. And I have such symph- sympathy for you. I will be rooting for you come Sunday. It felt like I kind of don't want to watch this. Like it was that one she was like, I he okay. This the promo would have felt a lot more real if he had never been champion before. Because he was like, I need this so bad. Dude, you were championed three weeks ago, whenever it was.
0: We, like we it,
1: haven't seen this. I mean, we're going to talk about it more in the preview. But we haven't actually seen a real Lesnar-Rollins match, which is the no, funny thing.
2: Which is the funny thing. Like, in the end, he says, man, I need this. This is all I got. And I feel like Becky's backstage going... Bitch! Um, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like he's like... I don't care if, I mean, I'm getting my my ass kicked all over the place. I'm dying out here, but I need to keep going because this is all I've got is this championship. And Becky's like, you know, if if you're in a wheelchair, I'll still date you, but it's going to be weird, man. So could you not? Like, if you want us to have a future at all, maybe just go, there are no automatic rematches, so I'm going to do something else if this guy's going to murder you. But the fact that that Seth's like, no, this this is all I got. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna beat I'm gonna beat Brock Les. I bet, I guarantee it. They're gonna they're gonna play that over and over again on on this, on the pre show.
1: For sure. Street profits seek hurt Angle. I think that it would have went a long way if Angle backstage when they were introducing themselves, if he was just like, I know who you guys are. Like yeah. one of those. Like acknowledge that he knows them yes. and that they're a big deal where they are. Yeah. Uh, so when they're pulling out that red cup, I'm like, shit, they're not going to offer him alcohol, are they? But they <laughs> offer him milk, and it's hilarious. Yep. Meanwhile, they're beatboxing Kurt's theme. Kobe uh, Covington used Kurt Angle's Kurt theme to uh, major success over the weekend. UFC couldn't buy the publicity they got out of him. But Kurt said, his, said he promised his wife he wouldn't do anything crazy tonight. And uh, we, we've said what we can about the Street Profits. We'll talk a little bit more about them later in the preview. drew McIntyre tries to intimidate Kurt, but before the match with Cedric he attacks Cedric and the two brawl Cedric ends it with a flying DDT to the floor. I thought that was a good way to get out of this match and set up where they were going. What did you think of all that before the moment?
2: yeah I mean uh, uh, this the the the, the, the pre match brawl was was fun um But when you say set up where they're going, I still don't know where they're going. It's, it's like it's a, it's fits and starts with this thing. I guess it's a it's a real feud now between Cedric Alexander and Drew McIntyre, which started because Cedric Alexander impersonated a janitor for no real reason. We've never actually figured out why that happened. Did Reigns put him up to it? Did he just say, Hey janitor, can I borrow your costume? Like it's a weird thing that that have set up this thing. So I don't know how we got here really, and I have no idea where we're going. But none of that matters because it was all a pretense to get Kurt Angle in the ring for what happens next.
1: Kurt Angle is in the ring. Bray Wyatt shows up, applies the mandible claw, and takes Kurt Angle out. I'm digging it, Alex, and I know you are. Oh,
2: man. I have never been as high on a character played by a performer than I am as the fiend played by Bray Wyatt right now because I separate them. They're different. Everyone says it's uh, Bray Wyatt is, is facing Finn Balor. No, 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 This, this thing, this incarnation he's created, that's different. That's a different thing. I, I, the whole setup, That when the rolling blackout and that sound of like banks of lights being turned off one at a time and shutting down, like, ah, oh, that's so cool. I love that entrance. I feel like that's how he should enter on Sunday. He should just appear in the ring as opposed to walking down a ramp or something. There should be no theme music, just a horror show. Um, but I loved I love him using the mandible claw. It's so much, it's more fearsome. It's not like I put my hand in a sock and my sock was near my crotch and it's smelly. Like, it's not a comedy thing. Like, it looks like he's trying to rip your tongue out. Like, it's really, really fe- scary. And I, love, I loved watching Tonight specifically with with angle like reaching up trying to get at his eyes or something like like it felt like he was actually being attacked by a horror movie creature it was so cool i i i think it's great i think it's a really cool thing for him to use he stole that move from mick foley like he snatched it out of mick foley's soul and now it's his he gets to use it from now on it's so cool i dig that man i I love it I, i love it i think it's so great um now, every like honestly, I have no idea. I mean I expect we'll talk about this in the preview that the Sunday's gonna be great too. But after Sunday, they really have to figure out exactly where they're going with this guy and not screw it up. I, I, don't, want unless, I, I don't want him on TV unless
1: I don't want him on T V unless they have something for him to yes. do. Yes. Like don't just have him there to have him there. No
2: no no no. no.
1: And then yeah. ideally that should be everybody. That right, should be true. everybody.
2: That's, but... that's true. No, but 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 this guy is special. And I my, my fear is they know he's special and he's gonna draw eyeballs. So they're gonna like they're gonna like promote all of his appearances on TV, even if he's not actually doing anything. Like no 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 like like give him somebody to terrify until he snatches that man's soul in the match he has with him and then move him on to somebody else. Like that's that's what he should be doing.
1: Astros J says, "2K cover, or Aquaman poster, Becky Roman, or Herd Momoa." I don't know what that means, so I'm going to say 2K20.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's there. There's a meme going around. It looks exactly like the. Ah, yeah,
1: that's funny. Hey guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's our premium service, and it's the most direct way to support us. As little as five dollars a month on that tier. I've just posted the WWE Armageddon 2008 retro review podcast also i've got exclusive news up there on how and why the m&m 2k20 deal fell apart uh you all may remember i reported about that earlier this year uh they were not happy that that news came out to say the least and i've got some nice backstage news on that that will probably still get me into trouble uh, kane Velazquez backstage notes he made his debut this week in AAA and looked really really good then one tier uh we have the uh, weekender podcast too sorry triple mania sci lots of that stuff you get warren hayes uh nxc 205 live uk review just so much cool stuff one tier up you get early access to a lot of stuff features on kevin owens brock lesnar uh, ricochet from joe holbert this week You get early access to my interviews with Shane Helms and Joey Janella before they went up. Enhancement stories. I do a series uh, that I'm trying to get to take off where I talk to wrestlers, especially popular wrestlers, about their experiences as extras and, quite frankly, jobbers before they hit it big. My latest is Angelina Love ahead of this week's Ring of Honor uh, Summer Supercard. She talks about her TNA debut against Trinity. That's up right now. It'll be up on Fightful later this week. We have uh, my live blogs for Raw and SmackDown every week. Go over there, check it out. There's probably something you're going to like. Reminder, guys, leave a a thumbs up on this video. Send a super chat. uh, We'll read your question or statement on the air. Let's go ahead and make some predictions, Alex. We got three shows. make predictions. I'm going to be editing these videos uh, all night. But Ring of Honor, don't know how hip you are to it right now, but Villain Enterprises, PCO and Brody King, Against the Kingdoms, TKO Ryan and Vinny Marseglia. I'm probably going the Kingdom because Ring of Honor always has a boner for the Kingdom.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think PCO should get strapped up whenever possible. So. Well, you
1: know what? They're in Canada, so probably him. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm uh, probably going with. Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal against Bandito and Mark Haskins. Lifeblood is a shell. Of what they were a few months ago when Juice Robinson and Tennille Dashwood were a part of it, e yikes! If I'm Ring of Honor, I'm putting over Gresham and Jay Lethal. Those are two guys I figure to be big in my company for years to come. What says you,
2: Alex? Uh, no, Gresham Gresham's really really great. He's amazing.
1: I love so, watching his tutorials online.
2: Yeah. So um, so you should they should run with him as as far as he will uh, carry them.
1: Yeah. Hey, guys, as we're making these picks, I want you all to make your picks in the live chat uh, as well. Roosh against Dalton Castle, no DQ. Ah, man, they had Roosh go over Dalton Castle hard at MSG, but I think Castle will probably get his back because I don't know how long Roosh is going to hang out in Ring of Honor. They probably think Castle will for a while. Any thoughts?
2: I mean... 50-50 booking is not exclusive to WWE. Yeah, that's true. So, Castle probably.
1: Shane Taylor defends the ROH TV Championship. Man, I really dig him. He is one of the most improved wrestlers all year against Tracy Williams. I think Taylor's taking this. Uh, I don't know what's next for Tracy Williams, but he'll be around in ROH for a while.
2: Yeah, no, it should be be Taylor. It should be. I mean, I I guess I'm picking him as well.
1: The Briscoes defend against Guerrillas of Destiny in Ladder War for the tag titles. I can't pretend that I ever wanted to see the former Camacho in a ladder match, but <laughs> here we are. I bet it'll be good. Cause he is a crazy son of a bitch, and so is Tomatonga. Tomatonga, pound for pound, I think has maybe one of the best motors in pro wrestling. Like, he just goes and goes and goes. But I think the Briscoes are probably winning this. If I were Ring of Honor, I would be shoring things up and making sure New Japan people don't get over on my talent because I don't think New Japan's going to hang around.
2: Yeah, I think the Briscoes are probably taking it, but I take your points to heart.
1: Although, New Japan is real dumb about some stuff. I don't know if you saw a Davey Boy Smith interview that he did with Hannibal recently. But Davy Boy Smith Jr. was like, Yeah, they pulled me off some tours, so I went to them and said, Hey, I'm gonna work some impact dates. And they were like, No, forget that. Jeff Jarrett did all this stuff to Okada, and Davy Boy is like, He's not even there. Mm-hmm. That was three regimes ago. <laughs> what are you like, get over it? Yeah. <clears throat> Kelly Klein against Tasha Steeles, Kelly Klein is winning this, and probably pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. Caristico, Saburano Jr., Stuka Jr. against Barbaro, Cavanario, Hechicero, and Templario. I'm going with Caristico, uh, Stuka, and Saburano. And I bet for you the, are too.
2: For, for the sake of argument, I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> the other way. Uh, <laughs> and
1: Matt Taven is for sure beating out yeah, Shelley. 1,000%. Yes. Now here's the thing, I had been told at some point this year, uh Taven's contract was set to expire at the end of August, but uh maybe not so much anymore. NXT take over Toronto. No Matt Riddle on this show, he's busy feuding with every legend ever. <laughs>
2: Oh, I can't wait till he gets his hands on one of them at some point. I sent him
1: a text message and I was like, you really need to make Chris Jericho's impression of you your profile picture because that's an immediate win, That <laughs> He did not do it. He did not reply to my message. Oh, that's too bad. Candice LeRae against Io Shirai. This is an interesting one. I've really dug how this is all unfolded. I think yeah. that they have to further establish Io going this direction.
2: They do, they do. Uh, listen, I I love Candice. She's not in a position where it makes sense for her to win this match. I agree. I mean, she spent, she spent a year as Mrs. Gargano. That was her entire character. And now she's finally got a feud, and there's no way she can win this. It just doesn't make any sense for her to. But I, I, I love her, and I think that she's got a bright future still. Um, but, yeah, eo has got to be. Like, for example, for, for, sorry, sorry. Let, let's actually call it out. They've got two women's matches on the main card that never it. happens a non-titled women's match in nxt that's progress like i i love that and listen eo's gonna soar from here out like her 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 full heel turn a few months ago like was was just epic and i'm 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 super super into eo where she's going from here
1: you mentioned that other women's match Shayna baszler defends against mia yim uh former roommate of hers like they're they're close like they've they've got legit history is Mia Yem finally the woman to knock off Shayna Baszler
2: Gosh you know it may come down to timing i don't know what they have planned for Shayna as far as like when they're going to bring her up or anything it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me as far as the storyline of who like it should be somebody like who's been fighting against her over and over again coming up short and then you know getting knocked back down and like fighting against, she has to go through all the other horsemen to do it, all this kind of stuff in order to take down Shayna Baszler, who's like the absolute gargoyle at the top of this heap. I don't feel like the Mia Yim storyline is at that point yet, but they may have been like, okay, well Mia, it's your shot. you got to get it because then we're going to put the title on EO. And then she's going forever because they can't take e Like now it's heel EO. She can't take it from Shayna. It's a weird deal. So I'm not sure, but I love Shayna Baszler. She's my favorite women's wrestler in the world. So uh, I think she should always have the title, but who knows what, they're, what mean, their they are for. She has for that, a year she, and a she, half. She, she pretty much has. Outside, I mean, when they, outside of a two-month look, run. When they didn't pull the trigger and put the strap on Bianca Belair, inexplicably to my mind, Shayna should have it until they absolutely have the, the person. right woman to take it off of her.
1: And with the rumors... That FS1 is in the cards for, I mean, yep. straight up, WWE has told people internally that FS1's happening. Um, all these people are like, call up, call up, call up. And I'm like, no, not really. You, you need somebody yep. on Fox Sports 1 to anchor that. Yep. And hey, uh, a lot of people are familiar with Fox Sports 1 because of the UFC, quite frankly. Yes. And Shayna Baszler is just one of those names that maybe has some familiarity NXT Breakout Tournament Final, Cameron Grimes, who is the former Trevor Lee, against Jordan Miles, who is the former ACH. This is going to be good, but I think it should be about eight or nine minutes, full speed, balls to the yeah. wall.
2: Yeah, Those these two guys need to just uh, run as fast as they can into each other, and, uh, just over and over and over again. Uh, this is going to be so good. I've, I feel like ACH is uh, should take it. But honestly, the, what the stuff that they're doing with 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 the former Trevor Lee is Cameron Grimes, it, it, it makes sense for him to also get it. Like it's th- these two are the right two to be in there. But the fact that I can say that when they also had like Swerve Strickland in there with uh, uh, Isaiah mm-hmm. Scott now, I guess like the the the, the, the I, I will say this: the breakout tournament was Majam the whole way through, like. I I love seeing all these guys. Like, tournaments, I I just love. Single elimination tournaments and wrestling are just so great. And this has been fantastic the whole way through. I honestly don't have a preference who wins. I can't wait for this match.
1: Someone points out it's on the TV show that's after. Don't care. We made the prediction. Uh, My only bummer about ACH getting signed is I don't get to hear his awesome theme music anymore. I loved his old theme. Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunne, Roderick Strong, NXT North American Championship. So, you know, Adam Cole's going to be amazing and jo- Johnny Gargano. But yeah. this is the match on this show I'm most looking forward to.
2: Yeah, it's going to be really brutal and hard hitting. Um, backs are going to be broken. Fingers are going to be ripped out of their sockets. And Velveteen Dream is going to jump way too far off of something, onto something hard. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like Pete Dunne kind of, like, he, he will always be important to NXT, the NXT itself. But NXT UK he's kind of been, like, falling off since losing that title, so I'm not sure. I love him, like, trying to reclaim his badassness back in back in NXT proper. I think that's kind of cool. My, my prediction for the whole night I feel like the the end the end of the the night is going to be all of the undisputed era dripping with gold, as uh, Adam Cole said. I feel like somehow a Roderick Strong, even by hook or by crook, is going to win this triple threat match. Uh, O'Reilly and Fish are going to be the prophets, and G- Cole's going to retain. I feel like that, if only for one takeover cycle, all these guys are going to be wearing gold at the same time, just to make. Adam Cole's prophecy come true.
1: And I got to say this. It's going to be good to see O'Reilly and Fish back in action. They've been sidelined for a little bit. They're taking on the Street Profits. I don't know. I mean, the Street Profits are going to be over as long as Raw doesn't book them all the time. I'm with you. I got to go with Undisputed Era here, man.
2: Yeah, I feel like like, uh, as much as I don't want this to be the case, I feel like Street Profits are main roster bound sooner than later. That's why they're getting all that all that screen time on Raw, um, and if the UE does take the titles, the perfect team to feud with them for them, if not actually beat them for them, is the newly reformed Brizongo in NXT. Like those guys w- would be hilarious at trying to mock the super self serious uh, Undisputed era. They'd be yeah. so great. I can't wait for that feud.
1: So I made my picks all the way through. I'm assuming that you're also picking Cole over Gargano. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, what do you think the final stipulation will be? Uh, man,
2: coal miner's glove match.
1: I don't oh, know. God damn it!
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: I don't know. Like, I mean, could it could be. Honestly, it could be anything. The fact, the fact that they're holding off for this long before announcing it means it's going to be something
1: Had, nuts. Have they announced any of
2: them yet? Yeah, it's a okay, street, yeah. street fight and then a regular match.
1: Oh God. Okay, well, WWE SummerSlam, 2019. Again, uh, what
2: are we going to talk about? The women's tag match, or did we skip that?
1: What? Okay, go ahead.
2: No, the women's tag match in uh, in, uh, in uh, tonight on Raw with a four way where. Oh
1: my they- God! We didn't even. I didn't cover that. The no, the we, damn we main that. event of our show. <laughs> Holy cow! I skipped well, we, ahead we, so much.
2: We, we talked about Dolph and 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 Goldberg first, yes, because that had just happened. But we forgot about the like honestly, we forgot about the women's tag titles much as WWE has forgotten yes. about them over the last four. Well, let
1: let's go ahead and do that. We we do have that to talk about. The crowd did not care about this early. It's all iconic screaming shit, but they did some good offense. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, Mandy Rose winning with that bicycle knee,
2: all yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I really, listen, I love Billy and Peyton. The stuff they did on their own backstage was absolute gold. They became champs in uh, WrestleMania, um, and they were champs for four months and never once defended the titles on a pay-per-view. Like, like they didn't care. They, don't, they didn't don't care about the tag titles now that, now that we'll talk about this, now that they actually put them on somebody else, maybe there's renewed, you know, exuberance for them. But I will say uh, I loved this, the structure of how this elimination thing happened to, to, to eliminate Billy and Peyton first. Uh, you know, kind of sucks for them, but it means that from the very beginning we knew there was going to be new champs starting right off the bat which which made a lot more intrigue for the rest of the match. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: dig that. Iconics were out. And referee's discretion is a thing, but if it's elimination rules, there was no reason for that rep to completely ignore all the rules in the first thing. Like, right. nobody tagged in. No. Kabuki Warriors had some great offense on Alexa Bliss. Uh, I think, or maybe Nikki. Uh, but Kyrie did some weird taunts about Alexa's height. Like, that shit just didn't... That was that weird.
2: Did, it didn't. It didn't land for me either.
1: Uh, there's a really bad angel's wing spot for Mandy and Oscar, but Mandy gets put in the Oscar lock and has to tap out. Then Oscar applies a weird leg lock on Nikki for like three minutes. That was weird. Yeah, I-, I do appreciate that there was a CM Punk chant forming that immediately got booed out in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. like the crowd was like, no, no, no. I yeah. am not a fan of that dumb stop and slap move that Alexa does all the time. It defeats the yeah. purpose of it. Yeah. But Kyrie gets a hot tag, and it comes down to Oscar applying an Oscar lock. Nikki pushes Kyrie off the top rope, and Alexa and Nikki do some great double team work on Oscar in the apron, where Nikki's beating her, and Alexa does a baseball slide. That's cool. That was cool. Liked it. Alexa cracked Kyrie with a punch and twisted Bliss for the win. And I-, I think that Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss's friendship and subsequent tag title win have been one of the best stories told on WWE programming.
2: But- uh, and again, a lot of it is is that their backstage stuff is fantastic. Nikki Cross just making Alexa corpse all the time with her crazy antics. It's so much fun. If you can't, like, find them on YouTube or on Twitter. they have, uh, Every time they do a backstage thing that's uh, not on TV, it's, all, it's always great. Um, I will say that it, it was not a good sign for the Kabuki Warriors uh, starting – starting out with uh, the fact that when they came out, uh, they had the Twitter handles for them as at Kyrie Sane WWE and at Io Shirai, which is not a great sign for for how they view that tag team uh, going forward and tonight. So uh, happy that Alexa and Nikki won, um, but you brought up Kyrie Sane to do nothing with her for months. Asuka and her together can be a great tag team. Or they're both former NXT women's champions. Asuka's a former, you know, SmackDown champion. Like, they can be singles people. If you're not going to do anything with the tag division, now you're actually doing something with them. Let's see where it goes from here. But I think those women deserve way more than, like, also Rams in the tag division for, for months and months and months.
1: And I'm not even ready to speculate on what could happen with the women's tag titles. I'm not. Uh, Miz brings out Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels, which we didn't really cover in full, but um, we can because there wasn't really much here. That's true. Miz uh, gets Dolph Ziggler to sign, brings out Goldberg. That leads us to SummerSlam 2019. Reminder, a live post-show podcast. When I say live, I mean live in-person in Toronto, me and Jimmy Van. Jimmy Van has never done a post-show podcast with me. <laughs> he's doing two back-to-back. I can't wait for him to hate everything and for me to call him a curmudgeon. That's where we're going. SummerSlam 2019. Let's talk right about it. Goldberg, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph's gonna win! No, he's not. He's gonna lose this. But, yeah. it's Goldberg's attempt at redemption and it's a challenge for Dolph Ziggler to see what the hell he can get out of Goldberg.
2: Yeah, I mean, what what he should be able to get out of him is um, spear, jackhammer, pin. That's 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 what I think this match should be. I don't. I feel like he's going to take the spear as hard as anyone's ever taken it. He may bounce out of the ring while being speared. Um, like I, I don't. I don't need to see somebody try and get six good minutes out of goldberg anymore i just i just don't need to see it so like let, let's 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 make it a complete full squash and restore the mystique uh, uh of goldberg somebody i said Man, this is the match i'm going to go to the bathroom during the six hours of, of SummerSlam and they said it's going to be over in 15 seconds you're going to pee really fast and i said goldberg's walk to the ring is going to last 10 minutes so i'll just start then
1: you're taking big fat dumps bro Yeah, sure. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt against Finn Balor. I think Bray needs to squash Finn Balor.
2: If he's not wearing the demon paint, this thing should be over in the blink of an eye.
1: Yeah. Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. This is an interesting one to me. Do they have Trish show up in Toronto just to lose? But, I mean, man, I don't want to see Charlotte Flair losing to Trish Stratus.
2: No. 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 Um... Well, no, I don't – I just – I don't think – I think that if it was anyone other than Charlotte, there would be a much larger chance of Trish coming out on top because, again, the Attitude era is the most important era ever. But uh, I don't know if you can do like a non finish that protects both women. They're usually kind of wishy-washy about that kind of stuff. I think Charlotte should win, uh, win clean. I mean, I feel like Trish should hold her own – But ultimately, Charlotte needs to prove that she is the greatest ever so they can continue with that story.
1: WWE United States Championship, AJ Styles against Ricochet. I think that the OC need to maybe call... You know, actually, I think AJ needs to probably beat Ricochet clean. He needs to. He should. Uh, He needs to prove that even though he's got those guys, he can do it on his own. And I'm a little tired of the 50-50 here because this ain't... This ain't Charlotte and Sasha Banks from a few years ago with this hot hot feud. Ricochet's yep. over, AJ's over, but them as a feud, I'm not buying into it that much.
2: Yeah, I I agree and yet. And yet, Ricochet is over. And if you if you just if you have him lose to to AJ again, and then I don't know what you do with him after that. That's I don't know where you where, I don't know where you put him. Oh, oh, like, you know
1: where they put him. You lose a match, you lose a U.S. title it's match, straight, you're going right. straight to the top.
2: Right, it's true. I mean, the the problem I have with that is I, I just don't feel like he's... I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens on the Raw after SummerSlam, but I, it's, a, it's a weird deal. Like, it's a, it's a very odd situation for, for, for Ricochet. I, I feel like they're pushing him really hard, but it's That's hard to point. do that, you know, when... They, they've, they've, they've created a damn if you do, damn if you don't situation where, where the, the club needs to be these guys who are all strapped up. And Ricochet needs to be taken seriously. So they got to probably have some way that, that, that he loses, but through chicanery. That's probably what's going to happen.
1: Somebody says Ricochet should be on 205 Live. That is not good idea. <laughs> He's very over right now. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon if Owens loses he'll quit WWE well lucky for him he's not quitting WWE he should win this match and it, it'll be a spectacle for sure
2: yeah it will be a spectacle uh, it'll be one of the more brutal affairs of the night I hope I hope tomorrow they 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 put in the actual stipulation that it is an I quit match uh and and if Shane says I quit That he has to not be on SmackDown or Raw anymore, like at least for a while. Uh, They'll bring him back in a year or whatever, but he could be an yeah. He has to quit being an on-screen character. Uh, Kevin Owens is winning, but I hope it's not like if Kevin Owens loses, he quits. If Shane loses, nothing happens. That's that's not a that's not a good stipulation.
1: (laughs) Me and Mister Warren Hayes filmed a couple of retro reviews. We covered the SmackDown pilot. And the SmackDown number one episode, which are about six, seven months apart, it's the same. Shane is all over those shows. Yeah. Uh, but he was so over back then. Oh, sure. Becky Lynch versus Natalya. There ain't a chance they have Becky Lynch tap out to Natalya.
2: No, I, I, I don't think so. They mean they—they they may w- be wildly overestimating uh, Natalia's popularity in the city of Toronto, and say, "Yeah, we're gonna do that." But I—I just—I just, I just don't—I don't think so. I, I, Becky. The thing is, though, Becky has tapped out more than she's been pinned recently. She tapped out mm-hmm. to Oscar at the Royal Rumble. She tapped out uh, s- some other time. I can't remember exactly, <laughs> but like, I mean, like it's a but it's been more often than she than she has been oh she uh, uh WrestleMania debut her WrestleMania debut she tapped out so yeah i mean i think i think it's i think it's possible but it's remotely possible becky should win this
1: bayley defends her women's championship uh, smackdown women's championship alex tell me where does ember moon fit into all of this
2: where 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 she fits into it is um uh <sighs> winning winning the title i mean the only thing the reason i hedge myself is because i feel like like listen the again i forgot about this the reason that becky's not losing the title in toronto is because she's on the cover of the damn video game and the reason that that there's a, a i mean obviously i don't know anything but i'm but i'm saying like the possibility exists more now that there may be something out there as a possibility for a Sasha Banks reunion is because they made the whole main storyline of the game about the four horsewomen. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're, they're setting all this stuff up, and I feel like if they actually are able to bring her back and they reunite her and Bailey and they feud with Nikki and, and Alexa, you can actually rebuild yes. that women's t- tag title program to what it should be, and Ember Moon can have great matches with Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, or with Asuka. Or with Kyrie Sane. She has all these people she can feud with separately of that. And you can have Sasha and Bailey back together feuding with uh, with uh, Alexa and Nikki, and that could be a really hot program over there. At the same time, you can have great women's matches between Ember and a whole host of challengers. So I'm going out on a limb to say Ember wins, but you it know, probably won't happen, but I'm going to pick it anyway.
1: We also have Kofi Kingston defending against Randy Orton. I think this is... When we look back, this will be, like, outside of the WrestleMania win, the defining moment of his reign.
2: Yeah, I think, I he'll think win. Kofi, Kofi has to win to silence the demons. Mm. If if he, I, I mean, it's not as bad as, as this thing in history, but if he were to lose to Randy, it's, like, it's a few steps below Booker T losing to Triple H. Like, you just, you can't, you can't do the whole, like, you don't belong in this business, you weren't ready for it at the time, and that's why I'm actually going to beat you. It's just a it's a bad storyline to tell.
1: It's categorically different, though. I mean, it
2: it's, it is different. It is different, but it's it feels similar in some ways to me. I, I don't. I, I would not. I would not like it. Watching it would make me feel oogie to watch if, Randy Orton go over clean against Kofi Kingston.
1: If Triple H and Booker T were built like this instead of the way that they did. That's true. Then all the bullshit narrative that WWE people since then have tried to push out about it would be yeah. true. There were yeah. far too many racial undertones in Booker T yeah. and Triple H, and I'm not getting that here.
2: No, true. True.
1: Brock Lesnar defends against Seth Rollins, Universal Championship. Cheap plug. Go to youtube.com slash fightful. I did a video in beautiful, stunning 4K about believability in wrestling at the talking point. I am very educated on this, guys. Go over there. Yell at the haters. Leave me a thumbs up. Watch the video. It's it's well worth it. Does Seth Rollins get it done, or is Brock Lesnar retaining?
2: My God, I <laughs> don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, it's it's such a weird thing. Like oh, Seth has to win it, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if they if they kept it on Brock, just like another pay per view cycle, another big four goes through like i don't know when the next sands of time is gonna be but but brock being the champion for that makes a lot of sense i i I mean i'm i'm picking seth but tonight didn't give me a lot of confidence um yeah I, i would not be surprised if they just kept this thing on brock and my god just just can we be done with that whole thing? Like, I mean, nothing would would make me happier than to see two completely different people in the title picture come, like, Survivor Series, if not before.
1: So Brock had six matches on pay per view 17, seventeen, six and eighteen. This will be his fifth already this year, and they re-signed him. So yeah. I mean. This is more regular. You know what? The thing is, if he wrestles once a month, I'm okay with him having the title. But what I don't want is him wrestling every three months, every four months, and the title just being absent. Because the thing is, you can have Brock Lesnar be absent and not hold up your championship. In fact, you had the perfect prop in which to do that and make his presence be felt. Uh, that being said, I think Brock wins.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Brock Brock probably does win. Um, this is a it's a it's a very odd thing that they're doing with this with this particular thing. It does feel like they're setting up AJ possibly to be a dominant force on Monday Night Raw, like the top singles guy. In which case, Brock's not going to be around very often, and that does make sense across the board. It's just it's just so sad. I, 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 I'm I waiting now for on uh, on Sunday for them to add a match where whoever drove the car mm-hmm. fights Roman Reigns or whatever. But what I want is for whoever drove the car to have a tag partner and go up against Roman Reigns and his new tag partner, Samoa Joe, since they're best friends now, and they can call themselves the Samoan Joes.
1: God, come on. Come on. Well, Roman Reigns is probably going to win that match, whatever it may be. But yeah. you all will win it, life. When you leave us a thumbs up on this video, leave us a nice iTunes review. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe on Fightful Select, but most importantly, Fightful.com. If you don't like MMA or boxing, that's okay. Fightfulwrestling.com has all you need. Follow Alex at the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Follow us at Fightful or Fightful Wrestle. Until next time, we're out.